Welcome to Future Proof, the marketing podcast from Said Business School, Oxford University, and Kantar, the data insights and consulting company. In each episode, we speak to industry leaders about the big issues in marketing, sharing evidence and inspiration for the future. I'm Jane Osler, Global Head of Media, Insights Division of Kantar. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm Andrew Stephen, the L'Oreal Professor of Marketing and Associate Dean of Research at the Said Business School. Our guest today is George Ruiz, who is Head of Marketing Science at TikTok. For those of you who aren't avid users of TikTok, like I am, it's probably a good question to start with for George. Just describe TikTok for people who haven't really experienced it or used it. Thanks, Jane. It's a really fun app. TikTok is one of the leading destinations for short form mobile video. And it's just it's pure joy. It's so creative and it's an exciting community to join and be part of it. So there's actually two sides of TikTok to think about it. One is you can watch uh, videos and another one is you can create videos. But it really, it offers something for everybody because this platform that has both the viewing and the discovering experiences, it really encourages the users to think about and share their passions and how their creative expressions are going through their videos because it's just a wealth of content in TikTok. And it really, it's, it's an app for everybody because it includes gamers and grannies and all sorts of uh, different audiences. But it really, it's, it's a brand new app where we're really getting a lot of traction. And I think to me, what's particularly interesting is how not only is it about just having like a lot of really awesome content, but it's about having the right tools for simplifying the creation to have a great experience. So tools that before would would have a lot of professional tools in order to create really awesome videos are now getting a lot more simpler and a lot more democratized in the app for you when you get up and, and, and really kind of take your time creating videos, you can really create awesome things. And But again, you can have a viewing experience or a discovering experience, but we do try to provide a very immersive short form video experience for you to just have a great time. And so, George, tell us a bit more about how it's been gaining traction because it's growing rapidly in terms of usage and, and I guess in cultural prominence, so to speak. So we'd love to hear a little bit more about the story there, about what's been really driving that growth. I think now more than ever, users are looking to TikTok as an outlet for positivity and levity. And I can tell you that what we've seen the overall engagement from the community increase or users, they're just, they're deeply immersed in our platform from the videos they watch to the diverse content they post to their 
active engagement with the brands. It really comes down to being like a really fun app where people can kind of find a lot of positivity within the content that they um that, that they find or they create. And it, it can be humorous, it can be educational. It's it's very diverse content where what I really think has a, a big commonality is that the users are supporting and helping each other. For example, hand washing has become a trending topic and the users are really encouraging each other to do it. Some of my favorite ones that I've seen are from India and from the Southeast, Southeast Asia. I also see videos where their families coming together and so finding new bonding uh, while at home during these times. Other examples, I think as well, more recently. So we unveiled our first ever live stream series. So the happy at home live features. And that's where we're actually bringing in creators and celebrity from like Tyra Banks, Charlie, Dixie D'Amelio. But it's really another way to kind of help to, to give back to the community and also have content where people can just be themselves and uh, entertain. I'm particularly interested, George, in the hand wash challenge, which is also commercial activity by an advertiser. And the fact that so many different people got involved with it, even celebrities then start to join in. So it starts to kind of level out creativity if you like anyone can generate their own content and you're actually on the same level as somebody who's really well known with hundreds of thousands of followers so I just think it's a really interesting phenomenon maybe exaggerated more during the pandemic you've seen I think some of our data which shows that what consumers say they're doing in terms of media consumption obviously many media channels usage is going up but it shows that TikTok in particular has gone up by 33 percent for Gen Z, and also by 27% for millennials, so uh, an older group. So my perception might have been that it's for younger people, but actually it's it's got very broad appeal. Why do you think that is? To me, it really comes down to authenticity. To those of us in the advertising community that have grown up with market research, I think good creative is good creative and great ideas are just amazing ideas so by having the tools to create great videos and making it easier to really kind of stand out anybody that great idea can really find a way to break through in the platform and for me when i see er nurses dancing to the weekend or i see families kind of recreating the movie theater at home or even the hands washing challenge or even like gamers trying to like hack some virtual reality headsets to really do something truly funny on uh, on the videos you know or even like grandpa steve who loves to give cooking recipes to the audience i just i love seeing this diversity of content and to me it actually makes it a much more rewarding experience when i see a wealth of content that i usually would have not discovered before by me just searching for specific videos. I think the issue of relevance here, it's around just having an authentic community that can give back to allow that idea to break through. So you mentioned creative and sort of the, the, the way that the platform just allows users to to do amazing things. And, and I really like the word democratizing those tools. What is great creative on TikTok though? Because I think we know on lots of the different digital platforms, what works from a creative standpoint, you know, is different on Facebook to Instagram, to Twitter, to YouTube, to so, you know, so what's that sort of unique aspect of, of TikTok great creative, I suppose, that sets it apart? I think there's two components to it. I think that one is what's important is that just like you have to be able to have like a clear and compelling message. It's just that that's, you know, true across the board of whatever kind of creative that you do. I think for us, we're still a very young app and we're, we're starting to learn to figure out what works and how things will perform over time. But it's it's still super early days for us. But I think we're finding today is as more and more content happens and more people are just discovering um, great videos that resonate with them. The common theme is around like authenticity to be able to break through, but that I can tell you the way that we've seen some brand campaigns starting to kind of make some sense and kind of master how they work on TikTok is there was an Elf Cosmetics that did this really awesome campaign called Eyes, Lips, Face. 
And what they did is they just wanted, they made a bet that they said, we need to be able to just tell our message in a very fun, relaxed, authentic fashion and something in a way that's going to break through with, with the audience on, when they're on TikTok. And that's something where they created the, you know, this eyes, lips, face campaign. And they had, they had their own music soundtrack and they just made, they made the, the music central to the campaign and the videos. And yeah, they had a lot of lip syncing uh, videos and a lot of different um, folks kind of creating their own videos and kind of making variations of that same video. But what I find interesting is that that same campaign that was very successful to them later on in um, in the most recent weeks, what they did is they actually went back to it and then they teamed up with a with a Il Wayno. I have to admit I wasn't as familiar before, but what they did is they made a remix of the brand's viral campaign uh, that was from last December. And then they turned it most recently into viral PSA ad on how to stay safe with the coronavirus. So what they did is they turned this campaign that was very successful to them, and then they turned it into eyes, lips, face, safe. But again, it goes back to it was just music, relevance, and authenticity. So thinking about that, we know that in all advertising that if you customize what you do for each channel, it performs better for your brand metrics. And so TikTok, I suppose, really is the ultimate in terms of a platform where you need to customize your creative for as an advertiser or as a, as a brand. Do you think advertisers are getting to grips with that have you seen examples of you know where advertisers don't understand that and are just trying to run creative that they've created for another platform or do you advise them very carefully throughout the process i started my career at ogilvy and i remember there was a quote from many years ago that still stands true to this day which is test 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 your creative and your creative will never stop improving it just it really it really comes down mm -hmm. to that you have to test you have to work with your partners you have to work with your researchers you have to I just work with, especially with your creative teams. But the thing that, I, again, I will start is we're very young as a, uh, as a community, as an app. Any user can create great content. And so when thinking about it, you do have to think in mind on so how to have something that is just more fun and more relaxed and just more authentic. That is maybe, maybe it's a little bit quirkier, maybe it's a little bit sillier, but maybe it's not as polished, just being more relaxed on telling your message. Even something as interesting as, again, back most recently, so PNG had a really good example of another type of PSA to where in partnership with, uh, with public health officials, they launched that campaign to help people practice physical distance and they wanted to just get this message across. So this is an example to where they actually went and, and partnered with another TikTok creator, I think it was Charlie D'Amelio. And what they, their goal was just to uh, creatively get young people to stay safe and fun with a campaign called Distance Dance. But what was what was interesting, this thing got incredibly popular very quickly from something so such a simple idea, but they just went ahead and owned it. Those are some of the recent examples, but it just starts by being more relaxed and trying to get your key message across. What is also interesting is that the people who are famous on TikTok aren't necessarily the people that you would choose in your run-of-the-mill ad campaign on TV, for example. So if you're choosing somebody with a special skill, like a dancer or somebody who's good at sort of sports or something, or, you know, there, there are all sorts of interesting people that have surfaced, even in the last couple of weeks, that have become famous just on TikTok, which I think is an incredible phenomenon. What are the core things that do you think consumers think about your platform, why you're different? Why you don't necessarily have to go into the other platforms in detail, but how do you think you're perceived differently? Well, I can say that, at least in my opinion, I, I think it really comes down to the perception that TikTok is real, it's quirky, it's fun. There's really two components that I think drive this. One is music, because music is a really special part of TikTok's creative DNA. That's the, the sound of short form of video formats, where you can actually go and select a lot of very popular music. Still, we have um, a lot of video that gets created where the video 
tends to marry what's happening with the soundtrack in the background. So whether that's something that you created originally or something that you just basically have from like a popular song, if somebody makes a great funny video, but they have the lower and order uh, soundtrack in the background for something ironic, that's, that's a funny example. Or another example is to where you have really popular music from a popular soundtrack, then they'll try to like match against it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And then the other one is just the breadth of content that's really exploding in the platform. And it's really a diverse ecosphere of content where it's like, it can be hilarious, joyful, wholesome, but it really has multiple categories that I think even when I started the app originally, it's a very different experience for me now. I can see do-it-yourself, work, real life. I can see lots of comedy. I I follow this one Irish comedian that I had no idea, maybe like even three months ago. But then there's like beauty and sports and gaming and fashion. And it's just, even when I look at celebrities like Anthony Hopkins, he just started a couple of weeks ago. I would have never expected him to be in this platform, but he had some super funny, different type of videos that I would have never expected from him. And that's just a testament to it. Just this is an app for everybody to where they're just having fun. So is that sort of the way that brands can get into using TikTok? Do you think it's the best sort of way in is through existing creators sort of in the sort of influencer type model in some sense, although they're quite different, I think, to other platforms versus going it just straight up, you know, as, as a branded owned content, what's working? I mean, you mentioned the PNG example before, but what are some other ways for brands to make the most of TikTok? For example, DoorDash, I mean, they were able to la- launch a multi-platform campaign. I think they called it hashtag open for delivery, but that was very specific that they wanted to support restaurants and the delivery drivers to support us during this time. So they're also trying to have multiple uh, business objectives. The one thing I think probably won't work as well is if it's just super polished for this app and for for our audience what surrounds them is really positive content where they want to be inspired or have creativity so it's something that they can feel like just a a little bit more authentic to them and then testing to see which of those uh, um, different types of creatives that can produce could work well sometimes it'll be like some campaign that you know you, you could create yourself Sometimes it could be something that you can have like slightly more buttoned up. Like if you want to create like a just higher animatics or something super cool. Yeah. Sometimes you can do that, but other times you could work with um, content creators. Sometimes you can work uh, with, um, it's just a great idea, but I have to say we're still in such an early phase to where as long as a brand comes in with a really great idea that tries to be pragmatic about it and kind of test and learn on the platform. It's one of the things that reminds me when I back to my, one of my early days in my career in agency life, which was I had this amazing manager that said, great measurement without great planning. It's still maybe, maybe not a great campaign. 
you have to have great planning and you have to get great ideas. And once you have those, then I think everything else gets to be a little bit easier. What areas do you think you still have to work on? What are TikTok's priorities in the next few months or years? I wish I could think in years. I'm thinking in months. (laughs) We're very lucky and very fortunate, but we know we have a lot of work to do. It's still such early days for us. TikTok as a platform has only been around for a few years. So there's really so much we can learn and grow from the community. And this is why I keep talking about creative and authenticity. This is just things we have to understand and learn more about. You know, we also want to introduce a lot more new features to continue to provide a a really awesome experience um, to maintain positivity and, and inspire creativity. I think for me personally, my focus is going to continue to be on just, I want to be able to build the right team. I want to be able to have really smart individuals. I want to focus and I want to nurture really strong talent because I want to make sure that people that I'm fortunate enough to to work with, that I can make sure that they have amazing careers. And it just, to me, it's, it's, it's all about team strength, culture. In terms of what the future holds, how much do you feel that this is guided by just sort of new ways that your community of users are discovering to create on the platform versus sort of things that TikTok thinks need to be built to keep on growing. How organic is this sort of development going to come from the community itself, do you think? I think it really goes back to the sustained truths of, of good, creative, and authentic content. Those, to me, are the two key recipes to, to really nurture over the midterm and the long term, regardless whether it's an organic experience or a paid experience. or It's just it's a thing that I think that for me, the, the more I work in um, the industry, the more that I see it, just, it goes back to good creative is really good creative. It's one of the hardest things to do in the profession, but what's amazing is we have this opportunity with our community. There's more of a recognition that great creative in a, with an authentic community leads to a positive experience. And I hope that we can continue to build that for the long term. Once you solve for that, then over the long term, however you build on the product, however much you kind of invest in kind of creating more features, it really starts from, from great creativity and great authenticity. Those are your two core pillars. Just wondering, George, how long people spend on TikTok in an average session? Because I suspect that it's very easy to become entirely absorbed, either following a piece of music and different people's interpretations of it or following a theme. One of my favorites was what people did during the earlier stages of the pandemic with the BBC News theme tune. And there were all sorts of amazing interpretations of that, whether being a DJ on the decks or a weatherman drumming to the theme tune. And I think it's quite easy for people to get entirely absorbed in this. And I'm just wondering, are you seeing average usage times increasing during the pandemic? I wish I could comment on actual figures, but as you can imagine, I probably can't comment on actual figures. I think the way to look at this is that, yes, we do see our community that does spend quite a bit of time on the app. But I think there's two ways of looking at it. I think that there's either a discovery or a, or a creation experience. Part of it is because some of our users, the ones that are really spending, like the ones that create some of the most amazing content, sometimes they can be they can be spending quite a long time creating the video. I encourage you to download the app and try it out, and just try try to find some of the uh, the really quirky filters, and then try to create a video. It can take you quite a bit of time because it's a learning experience. But once you do have it you really have this, it's almost like it's a challenge of itself of how you can create a really awesome TikTok video. Once you do that, you do spend quite a bit of time creating the video and then posting it. But then when you actually are in the uh, in your feed, because we have this diversity of content and a growing in diversity, 
you do see an even higher amount of time where like I think people can uh, can spend and enjoy it. It's one thing to have content that you want to follow, but it's another one where you have like a feed that's helping you to discover an experience, a wealth of content. The fact that that content is authentic, you open the app and then you realize, okay, I've, I think I've spent quite a bit of time on this. All right, I'll try and create something then, George. How about that? <laughs> we can go ahead and do a researcher's canter challenge. I'm up for it. Yes, okay. All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll put that to the crowd. Thank you. <laughs> listening to Future Proof. For all episodes and more information, visit Kantar.com or OxfordFutureOfMarketing.com. Please leave us a rating and a review and subscribe within your podcast app so you know when new episodes are released. Thank you.